Hey guys, what's up? It's Scott. I just wanted to quickly uh, comment and say thank you so much for listening or downloading this podcast. Um, you know, Adam and I are excited about starting this adventure, um, you know, but it's it, obviously it's our first episode and, um, you know, there's going to be some bugs along the way, uh, especially in terms of sound quality in this episode, but things will get better. Um, promise you that. And, uh, you know, we're just going to learn. It's a learning process for us. Um, but thank you again for listening. And uh, if you can, or if you want to go ahead and subscribe on whatever you're listening to this on and uh, hopefully enjoy it. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is the first episode of Before and After. Uh, my name is Scott. And I'm Adam, and today's episode is going to be uh, Before and After We Look at the uh, 2018 Oscar nominations. That's right. Um, so not the actual Oscar uh, event, per se, the, uh, the Oscars, but uh, just looking at the nominations for Academy Awards this year. That's right. And so... I, I guess this podcast, or at least the, the beginning portion of this one, we can kind of talk about what movies we expect to be nominated, um, you know, what we want to see nominated, what actors, uh, what directors. Um, uh, I, I can't, honestly, I can't even think of, of like an Oscar-worthy movie. <laughs> I know, no, like, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't accidentally look at the list. So I don't want to like Google like, hey, what movies came out in 2018 or, you know, what yeah. d- director, you know, because I, I immediately would imagine that since the the list came out only days ago, I would imagine that if I would Google movies in 2018, it would say movies nominated for Oscars in 2018 and, and kind of spoil this podcast for me. So, yeah, I try to avoid that. So. Um, you know, with my hectic schedule, uh, you know, traveling for work and I got a, a toddler at home and all that good stuff, I haven't made, haven't made it to the movies often in 2018. So, uh, yeah, not, I, I can't say from, you know, oh yeah, this movie I loved and it should definitely be nominated. I feel like my, uh, my expertise are going to be in, uh, comic related movies only. Yeah. I think the only thing that I've, I've seen this year. Yeah, you you know the more you, the more you. I was really hoping that you, <laughs> you would kind of take the reins on this one <laughs> because uh, I feel like I'm on the exact same boat. Right. Um, I mean, there's obviously movies that are in the zeitgeist that people talk about, um, and you can kind of you can kind of smell an Oscar nomination from from seeing a trailer for a movie. You know, there's always there's a few boxes that they need to tick to get yeah. nominated. So I can probably guess. Um, yeah. But... Well, okay. So the first one that comes to mind for me is uh, is actually a movie that you and I were just talking about. Is that Bo Burnham one? Was yeah. That's something that you wanted to watch, just because you heard like good things, or was that something that you heard like had Oscar buzz? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, well, Eighth Grade is the name of the movie, but uh, directorial debut of Bo Burnham, comedian that uh, I'm a big fan of. And I guess I just heard about him. He did the, you know, he did the circuit. He did the, you know, Conan and Jimmy Kimmel and podcasts and, you know, to kind of get the buzz out there. And everyone was just raving about it. And, you know, um, it, it wasn't just about, it was not just like a coming of age movie. It's, you know, I haven't seen it. Um, but the buzz about it was, you know, um, 
it it taps into insecurities and um, you know anxiety that you know adults can relate to as well. Um, and I, so I thought since it was so broad and so many people could could um, relate to it, I um, you know that was some of the reasons why I got such good reviews and and why I would imagine that it would be nominated for something you know and it would be amazing for uh, you know, best director on, on, for Bo Burnham for his his first movie. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, um, there is there there is one that I think is like uh, like an easy go to pick for Oscars. I haven't seen it, um, and maybe you know maybe this shouldn't have been our first uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of thinking maybe uh, we should think of something else, just between you and I. Uh, I, I won't tell anyone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe a star is a star is born was one. Yeah, do you know what that one had? That's that's low hanging fruit, I, I think. I mean, because that that's across the board. Um, your best original, you know, song or um, you know, direct best director, best picture, best supporting actor, it, it, like everything about it screams nominate me for a thing, you know. And yeah, we could go into like the the concept of the Oscars are a little bit. You know, I mean, it's just a bunch of people patting themselves on the back saying, when I dress up and play pretend, you know, I want you to recognize me and and, and validate me. Oh, yeah. It's basically a popularity contest. Yeah. And everyone just gets up there with tears in their eyes saying this person plays pretend so good. And they dressed up and played pretend on this one movie so good that it made me want to play dress up and play pretend. <laughs> and it, it, then someone else comes up and hugs them and cries and say, thank you for believing in me. So, you know, so many people told me that I couldn't play dress up and play pretend, but. Yeah, you know. I know. It's, it's absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. Bill Burr and, has a whole, uh, has a whole bit on that. Oh, uh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah actually, it's, it, it's hilarious, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, in, in general, the Academy Awards, they're just, it's just, a, it's a, it's a popularity contest. Right. And it's, uh, it's so political and everybody yeah. thinks that they have some sort of, uh, they all have an agenda and like, nobody really cares. They right. all go up, they all go up on and say their speeches and everybody has to voice their opinion and, and all that. It's just, you know, you're an actor. Exactly. And there, it, it's such low, um, um, what's the word? Uh, low risk. They're in a room full of people who have the same exact beliefs as them. And they just get up there and say, hey, here's something that I strongly believe in. And I know that you all believe in. And I'm not afraid to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, they're so applause. brave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're so brave. Um, yeah. But um yeah, so in terms of movies that will get nominated, you know, I guess the Academy is a bunch of old white guys. So there's like two things that happen. They always like nominate um, movies that talk about the good old days, which is why A Star is Born is likely going to be nominated for 10 different things because it harkens back to, you know, it's the third time the movie was made. So it harkens back to the old good old days of Hollywood that those movies always get nominated. Um Mm-hmm. And then what happens is people get outraged and say, you, you know, there's no people of color being nominated. There's no women directors being nominated. So then the following year, the, the pendulum swings the other way. And there's a bunch of uh, films that are either created um, because their fingers on the pulse and they realize that this is what people are asking for, or 
that get nominated just because the Academy is like, all right, well, well let's, let's appease our fans and let's, let's nominate this, this and that. Um, yeah. Know, and every worse. single year there's some sort of new scandal. I feel, I feel yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know how much you have followed the fact that, uh, you know, Kevin Hart originally was going to host it. And then there was all this backlash on Twitter about something he said in 2009 Right. Um, right. And now he just he kind of backed out himself and um, Ellen went in and like tried to basically like bring him back in to do do the show. And I still don't think or know that if there is like a set person to like host the Oscars. Yeah, know? I'm not sure either. You know, that's something, <laughs> you know, that that's a before and after in itself. I don't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'll have to find out. I mean, we'll probably do an episode on the actual Oscars themselves. Right. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, let's take um, the nomination for this one. Um, yeah. But speaking of uh, cultural, um, um, I guess, what, what, what folks are talking about uh, out there in society, um, one film I'm thinking of is The Black Klansman. That was, uh, yes. you know, um, a, a big uh, thing to tackle. Um so I think I think that's gonna um, get a nod somewhere, um, nominated for something at least, best picture maybe, um, because it you know, yeah. it tackles that kind of that issue. Yep. Um, and uh, and I'll, it's a black director with uh, Spike Lee. Right. Another black director and um, black cast is Black Panther. You were yeah. That is and that was uh, hugely successful film too. After, yeah. I, yeah, like financially it was successful, but like, you know, critically it was acclaimed. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I really just think that, you know, they, that might be somebody, I mean, that might be a movie that we might, in terms of some sort of nominations. I don't know if it's going to be strictly because of, uh, you know, special effects, but it was mm-hmm. pretty well written and directed movie. So, you know, that was right. interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. They had that, you know, uh, Black director, black cast, yeah, the crew and everything. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like now that I think about it, it's it, this is difficult to think of like what movies are going to be nominated. And I, I know we're just strictly thinking about uh, movies right now, but um, as I as I think back throughout the past year, there aren't any that like usually by this point you kind of get an idea of like three or four that you're like that's going to be nominated. Right. Um, I feel like right now, I'm at the point where the only ones I can, only movies I can really think think of that had like an impact were like, like comic book movies, like The Avengers, <laughs> right? You know, and like generally, comic book movies aren't movies that get nominated for, you know, Academy Awards. Right. Um, but one that I do think has a shot, at least in terms of uh, one category, is. Uh, the Spider-Man movie, the animated Spider-Man. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that movie. Did you end up? Did you see that one? I have not. It's a good one, and I mean the, I mean the storyline's great. Um, Miles Morales is is kind of the main Spider-Man in that movie, who is uh, a... no, Peter, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man. in it. It's, it's I'm a, kind of a comic book nerd and uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah. I would have to agree, but <laughs> no, no, I, I haven't seen. Uh, I understand the concept is like kind of a, it's a different uh, Spider-Verse, right? Yeah, well, multiple Spider-Verses. Yeah, spider so essentially Peter Parker's in it, another version of Peter Parker's in it, 
uh, spider ham is actually in it. Spider <laughs> ham. Yeah. Reminds me of that uh, scene from uh, The Simpsons where Homer has yes, a pet pig. Spider pig. And he, he's putting it on the ceiling and goes, oh. spider pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the animation in that, in that Spider-Man movie was incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we're also finding like a central thesis here in terms of uh, um, I know you had said most of the people in in the Academy Awards are old white men, but seems seems to be like a pretty racially diverse. A lot of uh, African-American cast movies um, or minorities. I mean, Miles Morales character that is, if I'm not mistaken, I I think he's half black, half uh, Latino. Oh, okay, Um, Which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, the uh, Klansmen. We got Black mm-hmm. Panther. We have. There was another one you mentioned. Um, what did I mention? Um, eighth grade. Um, oh, eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so now I just looked up. I just looked up a list best movies of 2018. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look through these now. Okay. Uh, so we have a couple that I didn't remember. Um, I know that there was a like um, that I feel like it happens every like every other year, but like a um, a royalty film that there was like the King's Speech, you know, and, and it just picks a random monarch from England at some random time frame and makes mm-hmm. a movie about him. And then there's always these you know Victorian dresses and all these you know epic scenes. And I feel like they always get nominated for best uh, you know costume design or whatever. Yes, and there's yeah. always some like uh, aging actress who makes a resurgence as the Queen of England or something like that. <laughs> Speaking of resurgence, Mary Poppins Returns was a movie. Okay, that'll be nominated for like best score or something. It could be. Yeah, you're right. I wonder who did that score. It wasn't uh, John Williams, right? Um, um, Crazy no, Rich Eight. Oh Asian. yeah, yeah, that was well received. That's a good one. Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Which is, I believe, it. Was it a documentary about um, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And um, you know, there's there's a couple. Uh, sadly, sadly, a few of these I haven't seen yet. But um, there's a couple that I that just look like shoe ins. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, the movie Vice, which I I did. Oh see. yeah. I was um, already nominated for best makeup. I know yeah. that, um, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale, he, he gained a lot of weight for that role, but, you know, I feel like they, they put some jowls on him. Right. Um, now, uh, in the documentary category, I think the one, the one that I think is going to at least be nominated um, is that movie Three Identical Strangers. I love that movie. Oh, um, no, I haven't, haven't heard of it. Oh, yeah, it's a documentary about basically... Uh, oh, do I? The, yeah, the, I, I had heard about that. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that, like, did know they were separated at birth, and then they found themselves. <laughs> they found right. they like got each other. Really cool, interesting story. There should be a a, a, a category called a uh, huh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. That's I believe. I mean, that's that's that's, that's the exhausted it. list. I mean. Uh, I'm sure we're missing some. Sure. I'm sure we're missing some. But uh best foreign animated film. 
something <laughs> in French, probably. La yeah. Yeah. Can I tell What's... you the the worst movie? Uh, Venom. Did you see Venom? Ooh, no, I heard terrible things. Not good. That movie will not be nominated. Yeah, I um. So the, like the the four and a half movies I saw this year would be Infinity War, Daredevil two, Solo. Which you know some of those might be nominated. You know, Solo and Infin- and Infinity War might be nominated for like best visual effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's about. I think that's literally. All. Mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh uh, okay. Did you okay. that that maybe? Uh, I, I, can you call that like best score? It's just like it's just Queen songs, right? Uh, it's a biopic. M- music editing, maybe. Maybe that works. Because I know that what they did for that movie was that they would take the actor who I name escapes me right now. He would sing vocals, and they would like have an engineer splice it into Freddie Mercury's vocals. Oh yeah. So it would like sound. So maybe as your viewer listening to it, you're like, oh, this sounds different than the recording that I've heard a thousand times. You know, but it sounds really close to Freddie Mercury, so he did a good job. It could, yeah. it could be a contender for sound editing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's the most that I can think of. You know, when we look at the list and we mm-hmm. after after the break and we come back and we see exactly who was nominated, I'm sure there's going to be a plenty, plenty on there that we're like, oh, doy. right. Well, you know what, Scott? There's only one way to find out. My, you want to do it? Well, yeah, let's, let's call it. I mean, it's been what fifteen minutes, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it. Let's uh, let's go to our sponsors. Let's come back. We'll uh, when we come back, we'll we would have uh, looked at the list of uh, Oscar nominees, and we'll be able to pat ourselves in the back or kick ourselves in the butt for the you know the obvious ones we missed. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. We're back with the list of. Nominations for the Academy Awards 2019. Uh, get it? I uh, did, and I'm, I just pulled up the uh, the Oscar website on my uh, laptop okay. here. Okay. Start from the top. Or start from the start. bottom. Let's, let's start at the bottom. The more obscure ones. Yeah, that works. Some of the, I mean, we didn't even we didn't even mention half of these. Actually, best documentary short. Um, we got Black Sheep. Endgame. Wait, where are you at? Because my hair. Which side are you on? Variety. Oh, I don't know. I'm a Hollywood Reporter. I sent. I sent it to you. All right. Well, I'm gonna pull up my laptop so I don't have to. Here we go. And all right. Yeah. Best documentary short. Um, Black Sheep. Endgame. Lifeboat. A Night at the Garden. Period. End of sentence. That's it. Uh, I never haven't heard or seen any of these. No, no, yeah, likewise. (laughs) I think we can move on. Best live action short. Haven't seen any of those. Gonna head. Gonna go ahead and uh, pass. Have you seen any of these? That's a that's a that's a pass for me. Hard pass. Hard pass. (laughs) Um, Let's go to uh, best film editing. That makes sense. They got Black Klansman. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody, the favorite. Green Book and Vice. So you kind of you called Bohemian Rhapsody, although um, we had maybe said that it would be uh, sound editing. But sound editing, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
but hey, that's one point for you. I'll give so, it to you. I'll give you the point. All right, I'll take it. The favorite, uh, which is spelled wrong, they, they threw a U in there. That <laughs> is a um, like a, a Queen of England type movie. Ah, <laughs> so there's always one. There is always one. At least one. In early 18th century England, that war with the French, duck racing, pineapple eating. What the? A frail Queen Anne. Okay, there you go. It's a movie about Queen Anne. Always. Um, although it's not for uh, costume design, so I'm not giving you a point. Well, we're not there yet. We're, we're not, we're just, you're we're right. We're not there yet. Um, next up, we got best visual effects. Best visual effects. Uh, we didn't even talk about that, but that was. Yeah, I mentioned uh, vi- uh, Infinity War and Solo. Yeah, we did mention, but not specifically for the visual effects. We should have known. I, well, uh, I said special effects. Is that uh, the same thing? So, yeah, basically. I'll take it. Uh, Ready Player One. That was a great movie. Oh, okay. I, of course not. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I just recently watched that movie. It's, it's a good, it's a good uh, Spielberg flick. All right. We got Solo, Star Wars Story. Are you right. a Star Wars fan? Of course. Yeah. Did you see it? Heck yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? It was a it was a good movie. It was not like an epic Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It was a it, good, was like, it was a fun it was a fun ride. It was like a good Hollywood like, like kind of like a, a heist movie kind of. Yes. It didn't feel too much like like the Star Wars movie, I'll admit, but it was yeah. like a fun it was like a fun ride nevertheless. Right. Yeah, agree. I'm on board with that. A lot of people hated it. I actually didn't hate it. And yeah. I I actually didn't hate um the kid that played uh Han Solo either. Yeah, I mean Harrison Ford has big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but huh, he did the right job. He, I, I thought I would hate him more. Right, yeah, no, I, I did as well. I uh, I don't know, I couldn't have done any better. So, um, Also in this category, we have Christopher Robin. Oh, right, right. Um, which is, of course, the, the hook version of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, it's like Christopher Robin, like, forgot about his, his like, uh, you know, Winnie the Pooh and his childhood. And oh, well, now I'm he's, sad. He's grown up, and it's. Uh, he's I'm looking adult. at the the little thumbnail they have for uh, Christopher Robin. It has like a little a fuzzy Winnie the Pooh, as opposed to the usual like cartoon. It's just a solid gold, you know. Yeah, thing. I guess it's live action in so many ways. Right, but, you it's... know, you know how Hook. It's like uh, Peter Pan as an adult. And he like goes back to Neverland. Right. I mean, I didn't see the movie, but I. I that's kind of what I related Christopher Robin. It was like a, a hook version of, of Winnie the Pooh, which 100%. I did want to see, but so this is nominated for best special effects. This is best visual effects. Yep. Looking at the fuzzy poo, it reminds me of, um, all right, uh, bear with me. Toy Story three. The antagonist is the, is the fuzzy bear guy. Yeah. Whatever, whatever his name was. So story goes when they first brainstormed the idea for Toy Story one, they wanted, the main, the Woody character to be a teddy bear. Everyone's favorite toy growing up is a teddy bear, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't have the technology to make a fuzzy bear CGI. It was just too much memory and too much uh, detail. Mm-hmm. So they went with these plastic toys, you know, Woody and Buzz and the pig and the dinosaur, all just hard plastic toys because they're easy to render. Right. And it, it wasn't until Toy Story 3 that came out in 2009 or 10, whatever it was, that they had the technology to you know, make the, the fuzziness 
which I thought was interesting. That's interesting. Well, so maybe this, that's why. What was the bear's name? Bear's name was like Mister Cuddles or something. Yeah, something like that. Let's something see. like that. Story. Um. Story three. So next, there. next we have uh, Avengers: Infinity War, which I think I we you know what we haven't done is we we didn't pick winners. I mean, his, hang I on. Guess, his name was Lotso, which was short for Lotso Huggin' Bear. Yeah, I knew it was something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We uh, we kind of. We uh, took the easy way out and just went for nominees. And... Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I think in our in our before and after the Oscars, okay, episode, we should actually pick yeah. winners, and then we, that makes sense. We can try and see, um, you know, yeah. if we're right. Okay, so uh, we'll go to the next category: best production design. Okay, and we got Black production Panther design with their, I believe, their second, the favorite with the second. We got Mary Poppins again. We have First Man and Roma. Roma. So production design is like is like set design, but for a movie. Is that, is that right? Uh, like yes, how everything yes. around, like the whole world and everything? Right. It's uh, like basically world building. Um, gotcha. it, it's the production. It's the design of... Uh, it's separate from costume, but it, it is does have to do with like the environment. Like okay. um, staging and, and, and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, best sound editing. Bohemian Rhapsody. There we go. There we go. You got uh, Black Panther, First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. A Quiet, a quiet place. place. I mean, A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. I didn't say, but you know the gimmick behind it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I just feel like, uh, you know, A Quiet Place for sound editing. That's kind of that's kind of a, a cheat. <laughs> sound <laughs> editing, right? They just push the uh, the little mute button. Um, you want to hear a uh, quirky uh, Adam fun fact? Sure. I uh, I hate horror movies. I hate watching them. I hate the concept of like something jumps out and scares you, and your body gets full, of, you know, full of adrenaline, and you know, adrenaline is is the the fight or flight mechanism, right? You, right. Uh, something scares you, and you either run away from it or you fight it. But then when you watch a movie, you just get full of adrenaline, and you just sit there. You don't do either of those things. Right. And I, and I think it's a very unnatural thing. I hate it. Um, I don't like horror movies. However, I do like the lore behind horror movies. So whenever I see one that I find is interesting, for example, The Quiet Place, I'll I'll spoil it for myself and I'll just go on the Wikipedia and I'll read the synopsis. Because <laughs> I, I find it very interesting. I'm not. I'm I'm actually pretty similar to that. I don't enjoy going to the horror movies mostly because um I just think that generally generally they're just not good movies you know uh, <laughs> right i mean i also find it weird that there's like this uh culture of like horror movie snobs who like oh, i i only watch 1970s classic horrors and uh-huh. and like they uh, it's it, it, it's like I, I feel like both you and i agree that they're kind of not good movies and then there's some people that only watch them yeah i mean there are there are like uh cult classic like horror movies and there's like slasher films that people like swear by and right. and, and it's definitely it's some people's thing it's it's and it's some people like you and i who just we don't get it i don't right. i don't enjoy it because i also just i'm a chicken i don't like it i don't like getting scared like <laughs> right um but it's funny you say the thing about like you you enjoy the lore of some movies so you like actually like read i feel like that is something that i would do i feel right. like that I, i'm i'm the same way I see something scary, and I'm like, I don't want to actually be scared, but I do want to know like what happens and like the story behind it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, what were we talking about? 
Oh, but that being that being uh, said, Oscar nominees. Yeah, but that being said, The Quiet Place did look like a movie. I did want to see that. Yeah, because it seemed it seemed like an interesting uh, style. And that kid that directed that movie, I I haven't looked yet, but I bet you he's nominated. Um, what's his name? Uh, the director. Yeah, the director. He he's the one who directed. Let me see. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I knew he was starting. I didn't know he was the actor. John Krasinski. Uh, yeah, I believe he directed it. Or did. I'm sorry, was the director. Yeah. Um, Good for him. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Hey, do you know what's really cool about him? Is that he's um, he's handsome, funny, and talented, and, and multifaceted. So, and it makes me feel bad about myself. We got best sound mixing, which is obviously um, Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Yeah, so can I comment that like this uh, this list that we're looking at, they have little thumbnails of uh, you know screenshot of of the film with each category, and the best sound editing and the best sound mixing is basically copy and paste. Oh yeah, I you're right, (laughs) you're right. I think there's a chance. I do want to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I think there's a chance it's either going to win one of those or both. But if it was mm-hmm. going to only win one, just based on what you were describing, it's probably going to be mixing. Okay. Right? I, so, I mean, I, I don't know the difference between sound editing and sound mixing. Um, well, sound mixing is, is kind of like sound design. Okay. Um, it's like okay. basically like coming up with the like the sound design uh, of the particular movie um mixing in sound effects mixing in music mixing in like you said his vocals mixed with uh you know the original vocals like those are those are all sound mixing editing okay. um is a little different because editing requires um an actual editor to Hmm. It's like it's like the difference between like it's basically the difference between like geometry and chemistry. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, like it's like like puzzle puzzle making like creating a puzzle, and then the other portion would be like uh, creating creating like uh, a new sound. Okay, all right. So I don't know, but I can see both of those. Um, best foreign language film. I'm gonna skip those. Yeah, but Ro- Roma that. seems like I'm gonna. My money's on Roma because I've seen that movie. <laughs> I've seen that movie a couple times in these lists. It's like when you're uh, when you go to vote and like it's like you know these local councilmen. You're like, yeah, ah, just the know. one you've seen the most. Yeah, I've seen this guy's name before. <laughs> Best animated feature. We got a, a bunch in here. So including uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which is yeah, your call. I could see that winning. Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that that might be uh, controversial. I don't really care for the the Ralph movies. Yeah, I'm I'm this weird like you know I watched Toy Story. I was like kind of young enough to appreciate when the first one came out, but like The Incredibles and and Ralph like that's my kids too young to have watched them. And I'm too old to have watched them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of missed the boat on them. So I have no excitement towards them. Right now, when it says best animated feature, is it mean like this thing looks good or is it like the story is good and also it's animated i think it probably incorporates all those aspects but okay because uh, a screenshot for this japanese film it looks like every single anime i've seen you know since 1983 yeah 
Yeah, exactly. It, it actually, it's, it's cartoon opposed to like computer, uh, computer animated. Right, right. Um, but Isle of Dogs. Now that mm. is stop motion. Right, right. And I love Wes Anderson. Yeah, that looked good. Um, I can see that winning, or I can see Spider Man into the Spider Verse winning. Those mm-hmm. are my two my two votes. I've never seen or heard of Myra Myra or M I R A A I. I think Japanese is when it's spelled out to kinetical, so it'd be Mi Rai Mira I. I don't know. Mira I. Yep. But here's a follow-up question. After each uh, movie, there's a list of names. Now, I imagine are those the animators? And mm-hmm. if so, that would mean the best animated feature is not story-based, but visually-based. Um, I don't know. It's not the animators. I mean, Isle of Dogs ha- has Wes Anderson listed there. Yeah, you're right. And then also, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has Phil as like Lord and Miller, which I'm I'm assuming they were the directors of that movie. So I'm guessing it's just like the cast and also director. Gotcha. Okay. Um, maybe writer in there too. Brad Bird is definitely the director of Incredibles too. Gotcha. Um, next one is best documentary feature. I'm actually upset that that one movie I had mentioned isn't in there. Though. With the oh tracks. yeah. Yeah, that's a free solo. Yeah, I... Hail Hail uh, County this morning this evening. Minding the gap of fathers and sons, R. B. G. Yeah, the Rick Hagen so. flick. All right. Uh, I heard good things about Free Solo. It makes me too nervous to watch, so I won't be. Another uh, Adam Fun fact: I'm, uh, I'm afraid of heights. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm, I'm afraid of plummeting to my death from tall heights. Interesting. And so when you have this schmuck out here with no climbing gear on, you know, holding on by uh, a pinky. It makes me nervous. Not a, yeah. not a fun feeling. I never would have uh, a little behind the curtain. Um, you actually hang from bridges on a daily basis. <laughs> that, that's true. I don't understand <laughs> how you're afraid of heights. I I am afraid of heights. I actually get like like I'm I'm that kid that gets like that vertigo feeling like when you, when you just like look over like a two story. I can't right. I can't look over my balcony. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, I'm pretty bad. I'm yeah. not like bad to the point where it'll like prevent me from doing things like i'll still mm-hmm. get in an airplane i hate it but i'll do it <laughs> right um but people that are like yeah i like climbing on the weekends i'm like why right don't do that yeah. don't do it um and then so best original score um we got black panther black klansman if beale street could talk isle of dogs and mary poppins returns my vote uh, for score would be Black Panther. Um, okay. Why? Actually, you know what? I, I originally said that because I thought uh, I was originally thinking of the Kendrick Lamar uh, motion picture album that he put out for Black Panther, but that wasn't a score, actually. Mm. He didn't score like the the portions of the movie that were written specifically for those scenes. So here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Is this a like sequel follow up? Does this not have the, you know, spoonful of sugar helps the. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's actually a. I think it's a sequel, dude. Okay. So, you know, I was going to question the status of original score if it's just rehashing, but yeah, I guess they're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Bold. 
but best so if we move on to best original song this is when my vote would be for uh, Black Stars. Panthers. Oh, really? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. I was going to say for sure it's going to be uh, A Star is Born. The, the, <laughs> I, the song Shallow. <laughs> I hope you're kidding. Wait, I, I hope you're kidding. I've, I never heard the song. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all over the place. Pe- I well, I guess in, like, in the music industry and people or the you know, people who pat themselves on the back for doing such a good job. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a Lady Gaga song. Yeah, I'm not a not a huge fan of. Uh, I, I you know I want to see a Star Is Born. I just I can't get over the hype of like people like I don't know people, oh, telling, people telling me that it's the greatest movie ever made when I know it's probably just like a like a a decently put together chick flick. You misunderstand. I am not saying I think the song Shallow from the movie A Star Is Born is the greatest song. I'm saying I think it's going to win an Oscar for You're right, original song. You're right, it man. Because all the people are talking about it. That's true. But I think also there's an element of these old white men want to seem like they, uh, <laughs> they're, they're down uh, with it. They're woke. Yeah, they're woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move to uh, Best Cinematography. How many more we got? Best Cinematography, Costume. Yeah, Cinematography. Best Cinematography. Um... The favorite, Never Look Away, Roma, A Star is Born, and Cold War. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably go with uh, Roma because Alfonso Cuaron. I didn't know Alfonso Cuaron did that movie. Neither did I. Um, he's amazing. He's one of my favorite directors. But his, his cinematography is always yeah. – all of his movies are insane. Um, I'm going to go with the, the favorite on that one because it's uh, a movie about, uh, you know, 18th century uh, queens and kings. yeah, and there's, there's always good something. Oh no, I take it back because next category is best costume design, and that's 100 percent going to be favorite. <laughs> that's going to be the favorite <laughs> with giant Victorian wigs and all I, that I, stuff. I will agree with you on that one. However, a, a contender swooping in here: Mary Queen of Scots, another movie about an old queen. Oh, geez, who knows? Oh, oh man, that's they got a uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, you're right. That's the one with the chick from. Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, All right. You, you can go with the favorite. I'll go with Mary Queen of Scots. All right. Yeah. Rounding out the nominations for best costume design is <laughs> Ballard of, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, Black Panther, and Mary Poppins Returns. We got uh, best makeup and hairstyling. Uh, only three for this one. Uh, Border, Mary Queen of Scots, and Vice. You called Vice on this Oh, one. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I could agree with that one. Now, like, how, I don't understand. Like, a movie like um, um, Infinity War got nominated for Best Visual Effects, but not Best Makeup. There's, like, you know, Monsters and, you know, wasn't Thor Ragnarok? Did that come? I'm not sure what year that came out. They had, they had like, cool, you know, prosthesis yeah. I think, and, I think and if it's, like... I think if it's majority, I think if it's mostly done, like, in camera, like, like, um, like if it's done without computer generation, then like it it it's it's makeup and hairstyling. If it's generally CGI, mm-hmm. which probably those comic book movies are mostly CGI. Right. Um, but think about like uh, Drax and Gamora. Like it's not elaborate makeup, but I'm looking at these uh, these you know screenshots they have for for fights, for example. 
I mean, maybe it's hairstyling that uh, it's getting the nod because he, you know, and there's only three of them. Like they could have like, they could have expanded a little more. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, best adapted screenplay. Um, stars born is adapted from what a book. Um, it's been like remade like three times. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's one of the things, uh, like, um, the wizard of Oz, for example, that was a very popular play that you know would would tour and get redone Mm -hmm. and then you know they started making movies like oh hey let's do this really popular play and just film it and right it became you know hugely popular movie right but you know we kind of thought of it i as i always thought of it just original a crazy original movie yeah but it was a playwright first right yeah exactly um uh, best original screenplay i know we're flying through these yeah um but uh the favorite First performed Green Book Roma Vice original screenplay. Hang on, back back up to adapted screenplay because oh. the Black Panther is not, or the the Black Lantern is nominated for adapted screenplay. I think that was a book. Okay, huh. but it may I mean, not have been. I have no idea. Well, it's a true story, so maybe someone wrote a book about it right. and someone turned that into it. All right, or maybe it was just adapted from someone's life. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. But well, no, original the screenplay has the, has vice in it, and so that's also adapted from someone's life. Right? Yeah, I think it actually has to be ad- adapted from another work. Yeah. Um. But you're right. Yeah, for best original screenplay, Vice, Adam McKay. Um, mm-hmm. That's based on a true story. Yeah. Um. I. I'm surprised. I'm surprised by how many, how many of these movies. Um, yeah, I want to see them, but like, it makes me kind of feel like this past year wasn't the greatest year for movies, right? Um, I, I mean, I feel like generally when I when the Oscars come around, I've seen close to eighty percent of the movies that are nominated, okay. including like the documentaries and maybe not the shorts and like foreign films, but I've, I'm I'm seriously slacking this year. Um. I'm just now realizing that Adam McKay is like the same Adam McKay as in like Will Ferrell's writing buddy and director buddy. Yeah, he got a taste of like doing dramatic work with the big short. Uh, okay. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. It is. Um, and I want to see Vice too. Yeah, that looked really good. Um, I probably that... make me sad. <laughs> yeah. So let's move into the um, the acting actor. Yeah, best supporting actors. So we got um, you. We could read it. Go ahead and read them. All right, we got uh, Sam Rockwell for Vice. He was uh, uh, W. Bush. Richard E. E. Grant from Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sam Elliott from Starsborn. Adam Driver, Black Klansman, and Mahershala Ali from The Green Book, which I hadn't ever heard of. <laughs> um. Yeah, my vote is going to be Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I mean, I, all of these movies, I haven't seen any of these movies. I'd like to see Black Klansman and Vice. Um, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably give all these, these movies a watch. Yeah. But uh, I definitely. See, Sam Elliott it. is an old white guy, but Sam Rockwell is playing an old white guy. So <laughs> it could go either one of them. I just, I'm a huge Sam Rockwell fan. Yeah. And, and he, I believe he won last year. So maybe he can repeat. That'd be cool. Um, best supporting actress. We got 
um, Amy Adams, Marina D. Tavira, uh, Regina King, Emma Stone, and Rachel Wise. Um, Rachel and Emma, though, those two are from the favorite. We got Regina, who's If Beale Street Could Talk, and Marina from Roma, Amy Adams from Vice. Who's your pick, Adam? Um, not Emma Stone in the favorite because uh, I'm just now finding out that Emma Stone was in the favorite. <laughs> that can't be. That doesn't bode well. You're right. But Emma Stone is a, is usually uh, a favorite. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, best supporting actresses. Yeah, I don't know. No, no. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Emma Stone. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to watch some of these flicks before I give my prediction. Yeah. Uh, best actor. I'm gonna go. Best actor. We got uh, Christian Bale from Vice. Bradley Cooper, Stars Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Uh, Rami Malek. That's his name from uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I couldn't remember the beginning half. And then uh, Viggo Mortensen from The Green Book. Uh, today I learned that there is apparently a um, uh, a movie called At Eternity's Gate about Vincent Van Gogh. I guess, <laughs> judging by the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to know. I had no idea. We're, oh yeah, uh, I you know William like Dafoe's Dafoe. great. I I'd yeah. love for him to win. Yeah, but I feel like uh, this is going to be a Star is Born all over the place. Yeah, but, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, um, Christian Bale. I could I could see him him doing something with that. True. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be a it's going to be an interesting an interesting yeah. one. Um, next is best actress. We got Yalitza Aprisio from Roma, Glenn Close from, uh, from The Wife, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite, Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? Um, I'm going Lady Gaga on this one. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be one of those things where anything that A Star Is Born is uh, nominated for is going to win. Right, and these other films, The Wife. The favorite Rome. Can you ever forgive me? I haven't really heard much mm-hmm. about them. I'm not saying they're bad or anything. Or the actresses aren't great, but there's just no the buzz hype. about it. The hype. the hype and buzz. You're right. Right. Uh, best director. Uh, you you could go ahead and read this one. Yeah, uh, Alfonso Cuarón from Roma. Uh, Yorgos Lathimos from The Favorite. Spike Lee, Black Klansman, Adam McKay, Vice, and Powell Pawlinski from Cold War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say um, say maybe Spike Lee. I'm going to go Spike Lee. I'm saying hashtag stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> and best picture, there's a lot. So we got Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going This is the big one. This is the... Uh, this is the big. This is the big daddy. Um. I'm going Stars Born. I'm gonna. I want to say that's it's this movie yeah. was made to win this Academy Award. It, it checks all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, because I actually think that, you know, I think we should. Uh, I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe we should watch all. What is it? Ten? Not ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's do a before and after. We watch all the Best Picture nominations podcast and we'll watch these and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about our favorites all right i'm googling uh oscars uh 2019 are on uh february 24th 
Is that right? Yeah. Yes. So yes. That is, and right now it is uh, January 23rd. So that gives me mm-hmm. two months. No, I gives me one month to watch 10 films. So I will say yes. we'll do a before and after of when you watch all of the films and when I read the Wikipedia synopsis of all films. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I can do that. That's fine. I definitely want to be more informed for our next, for, for our next uh, Oscar podcast. So. Yeah. You know, this hey, this is our first one. It's gonna be this is this is it's gonna be what it is. But you uh, want this movie Roma? I haven't I hadn't heard of it. It appears is it a foreign film? Is it a is it, it is. not it was so not there's it. all right, I'm gonna go out and say that is gonna be voted for best picture because if it is getting nominated all these times and it's not uh it doesn't appear to be a movie that went out to seek an Oscar, it's just a good movie then I'm going to say it must be good enough to win Best Picture. Could be. It yeah. could. But it doesn't seem fair to me that it could be in the category for Best Picture and then also in the category for Best Foreign Film. Because right. it's not as if uh, there – I mean, there's a category for Best Animated Film, but you don't see mm-hmm. any animated films in huh. – I wonder if, like, it can't be or if they're just not good enough to be. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Will there um, ever be an animated film nominated as Best Picture? I'm not sure. Or, there may or, they may have already been. Yeah, I don't know. Um, There's but no I way to ever find that, that out. They, there was talks about the Academy Awards um, adding, uh, basically, I think it was called like Best Popular Film. Oh right, right. Which they didn't end up doing because I don't really, I don't understand the idea behind that. How do you judge the best popular film, and then also have like best film <laughs> and, and yeah how can you also ju- pop most popular film is a, is a quantifiable thing you just find out which movie made the most money or you money, know, right but, yeah so it's like yeah exactly so pop grossing film sense. goes to right it doesn't matter it doesn't i mean i think it's just the phrasing i think they're just saying popular film but what what constitutes a popular film blockbuster right. movie but i guess that's why they backed out of that one right the Academy Award each each and every year it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it uh, pans out this year with like a with no matter who hosts, it's going to be everyone's going to be like ah should have been, you know, should have um, been whatever I wanted it to be. Right. Yeah. It's just just like you were saying at the top of the show. It's just a, it's just another way for. Uh, these actors to kind of pat themselves on the back and talk about the problems that they think right. they have. Yeah, but you know, you know, this 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 particular year, films not 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 a stacked uh, uh, category. Also, if you look historically at which films won Best Picture, you know, you got like Shakespeare in Love, you know, stuff like that. You know, you got some some turds in there. Um, additionally, with with the uh, the Kevin Hart you know controversy, it's just going to be a stinker. Yeah, I feel like this 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 is a good first episode for us, and uh, it's a prelude to, you know, I'm I'm not sure when we'll do the Oscar one, but it, in a couple of weeks we'll 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 release another mm-hmm. Oscar related uh, episode, and hopefully we'll be a little bit more informed. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to go in there blind. So. We did, we did. Oh well. All right. Well, that's it for the first episode. Um, you guys can. Uh, I like and subscribe to whatever we have, but I don't think we have anything yet. So <laughs> just, uh, 
you know, find us on iTunes or wherever you actually are listening to this. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.